We're live. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to a new installment of Catfish Weekly, brought to you by Luke Henches, Mr. Lyle Stokes, and Doc. It's going to be a good show, guys. We got we got some stuff going on here, and uh, hanging out with the two older gentlemen here tonight. Pretty excited to uh, start out the show. <laughs> Who's he calling old? <laughs> He's got to be talking about you. I think so. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. Yeah, man. How's it going, buddy? It's going good. I'm just uh, trying to get my camera adjusted now. I should have done this earlier. So I'm out here at the local lake here in, where I live in Minnesota. And I was going to bring a rod out, but there's so many bluegill in this pond i would i wouldn't be able to watch you guys on the screen here so i'm uh i decided just to sit here at the picnic table and record oh that'll work man that'll work well, we're happy to have you on here i know we got some stuff to visit with you about uh some up and coming things that we got going on and and uh first off i would like to um thank all of the guys that went down and helped the people in texas out there was a bunch of guys from missouri and from mississippi and louisiana and all them areas and other places too those are just the ones that pop in my mind right off the bat for going down and helping those folks out they needed it in a in a time of need where it was dangerous to be there and they went down there at uh, and didn't even consider personal risk just took off and went down there and and, and made it happen and that's outstanding and uh, we're praying and thinking about those guys down there in that devastation and hopefully everything will work out for the best for all of them and and uh, everything will get back to normal as quickly as possible I almost <laughs> lost almost <laughs> lost the camera now we're good. <laughs> could have been bad <laughs> <laughs> Not, nothing like a live show, is That's it? That's exactly you know, right. Doesn't, I, I've been uh, kind of not streaming lately, and it felt good to get on again last night, so it was fun. Oh, you, I think people missed you, man. I got a few messages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet you did. And, and uh, you know, I know the last time I talked to you, you'd been a little bit, and you said that you guys had had some pretty tough weather up there. Yeah, the water's been... It's kind of coming to the end of the season or getting to be the really good part of the year for flatheads and we got a whole bunch of rain and the river went up and flooded again kind of unfortunate but it's sturgeon season now and uh well sturgeon fish and that i like sturgeon fish and they pull they pull a lot harder than catfish so it's kind of a, a little addicting well yeah now you know doc have you got any uh pallet sturgeon over in your area no uh -uh. Okay. Well, we have them on the Mississippi River in my area, uh, and I'm sure there's some on the Missouri too, but, uh, you know, they don't get near as big as those lake sturgeon, not, not even close. Yeah. But, um, they're very tasty if you don't mind going through all the effort to, to clean them and smoke them. They're very good eating, but uh, the pallet sturgeon are not near the size of what your you guys have access to up there. Yep. And you mean pallet? Are you referring to shovel nose, not pallets? Well, they call them the Department of Conservation here calls them pallet sturgeon. So pallets are almost endangered. Shovel nose are a lot more abundant. They look the same. 
Well, we probably got them both down here. If there's something that swims in the river, seems like we end up with it. And, and uh, <laughs> to be quite honest, we could ship all the nasty old eels up there to you, and you could just have all them boogers. The American eels? Yeah, they're terrible. Oh, we got those. We, yeah, we, we don't have it. Ab- we don't have yeah, them like we used to have, but, man, they will wind up in a dip net, and you can't get them out. Oh, they're just awful. I don't, I don't like grabbing them. I feel, I feel like they're trying to bite me when I grab them. They're just they're, nasty. They're bait stealers on the Ohio River. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. Pretty sure that's right. Well, we got a bunch of people in chat already tonight, Luke. It looks like it's going to be a great show. Um, you know, we, we was talking uh, here a while back about a benefit that you're going to be doing. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what we're going to be, what we're going to get into here? Yeah, I will. Uh, so... I talked a while back about doing a charity stream here on Facebook or on YouTube. I think it's going to be on Facebook now for sure. But um, the only downfall about doing it on YouTube is there's some fee stuff that's involved with it. And I want all the money to go to the charity itself. I don't want to have to pay YouTube to do a charity stream. So I'm going to use Facebook. And I picked Cure. It's C-U-R-E, capital, and then Children's Cancer. They originate out of uh, Atlanta, Georgia, actually. They're a nonprofit. Um, they uh, put money towards finding cures for children's cancers. Uh, they make the, the way of living better for families, help with travel, for parents to go see their kids at the hospitals. Um, they're a really cool organization. I've talked with the, uh, the promotion people with Cure. And um, they're going to be sending some shirts and stuff when the time comes. And I'm going to do a really long stream on Facebook. And the, the donate button should be right on the stream. So it uh, it's, should be a really cool event. And I'm really excited to do it. Now, what all are you going to, what all is going to be entailed with your stream? Well, I'm trying to come up, I don't have a date set yet, but I'm trying to come up with if you donate so much money, um, if let's say you donate $500 to the charity, maybe you get a rod from a rod manufacturer. <coughs> kind of just a bonus incentive that companies will donate some stuff to to help people get people to donate and and it is sometimes that just helps it it helps the donations come along and people say they donate 300 bucks or 200 bucks and they get a Northwoods shirt or something they you know might want them to do it even more and i'm hoping i'll I'll set a goal i don't know what the goal is going to be yet but um it'll be live right on the stream and you'll be able to see the goal and it'll it should be really cool that'll be awesome you know and then you know you can count on us if there's anything we can do to help you out with that um we're trying to get catfish weekly shirts made by the time we get to memphis uh whether we get them or not remains to be seen some of that stuff is a slow process as you well know but we yeah. are working on some, so uh, count us in for, for some assistance to help you out with that. Uh, and as far as going on live with you, if you need to do that, all you have to do is say the word, and we'll be there. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm excited to do it. I've yeah, and we want to help you. Pro- we want to help you promote it too, Luke. No, perfect. I'm gonna. I need to do a little more planning. I've been crazy busy, and it's kind of part of the reason I haven't been streaming. It's it's a lot of stuff going on. It's been pretty nuts. So, I'm uh, 
I was pretty devastated with Hurricane Harvey. It's tough seeing all those people lose their homes and stuff. So. Well, and, and then on top of it, you get these asshats that go down there and, and try to take all their stuff that's still good, what's left of it, and, and um, you know, shame on them boys. That's that's all we can say about that. Yeah, that's failing humanity right there. That's a prime example. That's exactly right. I'd agree with that 100%. I sure would. We have, uh, we have a short window of time, Luke, before Doc and I are going to be headed to Memphis, Tennessee, to Mississippi River Monsters. When's that? 11 days, 10 hours, 20 minutes, and 44 seconds worth. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving Monday, man. A week from Jeez. today. Yeah. We're leaving on Wednesday. Yeah, but you're going to the Red River of the North. Oh, yeah. We're going to Canada. <laughs> um, are you going to the Lockport Dam? Yeah. You lucky dog. It's it. Reports haven't been great. Uh, there's virtual. There's virtually no flow there right now, and the water's low. Which uh, I'm thinking, even bad fishing up there is going to be good. So we should yeah. be all right. I have a cousin <laughs> that lives up. The, I have a cousin lives in Canada, and I know Debbie made a post today that they were getting a hell of a rainstorm and hail <laughs> and a bunch of stuff up there today. So maybe that'll help you out a little bit. We need the water south, like Minnesota, because it flows right. up. It flows the opposite direction. It's yeah. hard to understand for a lot of people. But, uh, yeah, cool that's river. outstanding. It's a, people that haven't fished the red on, in prime time, even Drayton, North Dakota, or Pemina and Grand Forks, you get up to those areas when when it's prime time of the year and the bite's on. It, it doesn't really get any better when you're getting 100 fish a day, averaging 15 to 18 pounds, you know. <laughs> That's hard to take, man. It, oh. it really is. The only place that I know of that equals that is uh, Mendota and Cherokee Lakes in Wisconsin. I know there's some other lakes that has some outstanding stuff. but Mendota is supposed to be real good. We, we fished it for three or four days and never caught a fish under 11 pounds. Gosh. I mean, it's just unbelievable, and it's constant. Just one, just like it is up there at the Red, just one right after the other. Uh, it was it was just unreal when we was up there. So, I, I, I man, Luke, I'm telling you, I, I'm thinking about uh, that tournament up there next year. Uh, the king, uh, Cat's incredible. Yeah, I haven't been up there in a few years, so. Uh, if, you come, if you come, I'll make sure to get in it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm debating on it, man. I'd really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun up there. Oh, it's awesome. Great people. It's amazing you can fishing. fit. It's amazing you can fit 130 boats on a river that small, isn't it? Oh, I tell people in my area, it's like putting that many boats and launching them going up Salt River that makes Mark Twain Lake. I just, <laughs> just, uh, it's crazy, but it is a lot of fun and it's great channel yep. catch fishing. Yeah, and it's it's not as crowded as you would think no those guys do a real professional job of running that tournament it's it's really a cool deal yeah it is it, it's really good they've been doing it a long time long time I, i'm like i say I, i'm really tossing that around we haven't been up there since the day uh, the time i seen you we haven't been back and and um i'm about due for one of them trips like that and i'm pretty sure i can talk cindy into it come up to our neck of the woods a little bit 
I'd like to come up there and fish for some of the big old flatheads you got. Anytime. I know Anytime. Doc could go for some of that action. <laughs> yeah, if it's not flatheads, I'm there. You guys are both welcome. Uh, we'd have a great time. We'd have a great time. We have uh, we have a bunch of people in our chat tonight, Luke. Right now so we got have 50, 56 people. We got Dave Swearington and Whisker Sticks, Catfish Clothing, Chad Hansen. I just knock off a few. Terry Atkins, Jeff Frazier, Jason Burton, Steve Turner, Matt Sanders is in there. Junior Proctor, uh, Doc's in there. Michelle Jones. Darling Thompson, Lisa Jojo Hill. Juice, Lisa Hill. I'm missing some, Doc. Stan Brown. A lot Fat of familiar boy. names in there. Yep. Fat Boy yep. Dan in there. Yep, Fat Boy Dan's in there. So uh, pretty pretty cool deal, though. Some of the other guys don't get in here quite as early. As the show wears on, we, they start coming in more and more and more, which is yep. uh, that's fine and dandy, too. How many... Uh, when you do them live streams at night, Luke, how many of those guys uh, are at the end are actually been in there? Because they they come and go as you're doing those broadcasts. So uh, how many total do you have when you finish up your stream? Uh, how many total what? Viewers. It all depends. I've had streams where on Facebook where I have – 300 200 when i'm done and i have some that have 4000 when i'm done that's crazy isn't it i've had one that's... 20 hit 20000 within an hour i mean it all depends i guess you you're you're having some of those streams where you get shared 100 times yeah some people sharing is uh quite impressive the the social networking power some people have is pretty incredible and i'm not one of them i'm not tooting my own horn there's people that make my stuff look little rinky dink and when they share something stuff happens it explodes yes sir you're right about that and that's good that that helps everybody it's, it's really good for the for the sport doc you got anything you want to visit with luke about i want him to pick a number it's time to spin that wheel <laughs> pick, me right. out a, pick me out a low number luke Six. Six it is. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. And the winner is Brian Burnett. Let me get this rope down. <laughs> Lost my ink pen. has gone, Doc. Uh -oh. Here it is. All right, let's see what Brian wins. You picked that music, Lyle? No, sir. <laughs> That's well, all we had a, the doctor. And Brian <laughs> wins a survivor unit 
from Crusher Marine. All right. Just in time for Mississippi River Monsters. And by the way, uh, Crusher Marine, Robert will be at Mississippi River Monsters. So if you need any of his products, whether it be a survivor unit or dragon sticks or um, what's the little uh, other deals? Uh, I can't ever remember the name of them, Doc. Well, uh, caught me off guard. I was looking at the chat. Somebody said it looks like I've got a black T-shirt on, and it says it looks like I just got a floating head right here, <laughs> right in front of my thing. Wow. Well, Brian, you contact Robert at Crusher Marine, and he will hook you up with one of those. And if you're going to Mississippi River Monsters, you might just give him a buzz and say, hey, I'll pick it up there. Yep, Robert will be there. He will be there. I talked to him yesterday for a while, and he's excited to be there, too. He's got a lot of stuff coming down and bringing, and uh, we're going to go over and spend some time in the booth with him uh, probably Friday afternoon before the, uh, uh, before the captain's meeting. So, uh, you know, it'll be a really good time and uh, try to help him out. He's also going to have a booth set up with um, um, offshore tackle boards. And uh, I would be happy to show people and explain to them how those things work. And if you have any questions, we'd be glad to answer them for you. Yes, we will. He'll have his kill zones. Those are pretty yep, awesome. That's what, that's what I was trying to think of was kill zones. I can't I can ever remember the name of them. But, uh, yeah, that's a really good product. And we're going to have some prizes. Luke, it's a shame you're not going to be there because we're going to be giving away some stuff from Rig Wrap. Uh, yeah, I'd like to, but uh, vacation and I got, I got to save up time for winter blues now. Well, yeah, you, you definitely got to be there. And then, uh, yeah, we got some stuff planned, Lyle. It should be pretty good. When Five days after we get back from Canada... Jacob's uh, going on a kind of a surprise filming trip to a pretty cool place with uh, with Tommy Roberts, our rod sponsor, and uh, they're going to go uh, south a long ways and uh, do some fishing, and uh should be really cool. Oh, I'm sure they'll have a blast, man. Um, Luke, I, you know, I know that you're not in the tournament scene or qualified for our big tournament next uh, May, but we have, as of today, 372 qualified anglers for the Catfish Weekly National Championship. So we are really close to our 400 target number that we wanted at the beginning of the year. I think we're going to make it with flying colors, and we would sure like to have you come down and join us for that it will be a hoot yeah wh where is it at exactly located it'll be at public beach number two at lake ozark missouri well that ain't too far no just a hop skip and a jump for you dude solid eight hours probably not too bad i'm guessing that's right how long does it take you to get to kansas city uh seven hours yeah it'll be probably seven or eight then so it ain't too bad. It's not bad at all. Nope. That won't be bad at all. Wow, what's he got a storm? You got a storm coming in, Luke? Yeah, I think I think you're I right. The wind is pranking. Yeah. Let me let me do this. 
Does that help? No. Not yet. No, uh, no it's, it's really noisy. All right, hold on here. All right. That's still loud. It's have a better, better was. Yeah, it just have a better idea. <laughs> I don't know how you can walk and not have wind noise, man. <laughs> How's it going? Oh, my truck's locked. <laughs> What's up? No, I'm on a video cast. And it's raining. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, baby. You know, it wouldn't happen to anybody but you. Oh, go figure. I'm quick, though, Lyle. I'm quick for a big guy. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. We're getting her done. Oh, it is getting <laughs> real windy. I, I don't think this was at all planned, was it, dude? No, I, I, was, I didn't want this to happen. Yeah, I'm sure not. All right. Uh, Dan, As we you say on Catfish Weekly, Expect the unexpected, and that's, that's right. what's happening that's right. right now. I'm live on YouTube right now. Are you? Yeah. About what? Catfish Weekly, out of Missouri. Are you? Yeah. Dan Norris, if if you are interested, if you're talking about to be in the Catfish Weekly National Championship, you have to qualify, do a qualifying event, and they're all over the place. But it's getting late in the year now, so. Uh, you'd have to get in with some of the guys over on the Ohio River that still have qualifying tournaments. You're talking to me. Nope, but I can see you're struggling in that wind, man. I got my chair. Well, you don't want to leave that. No. Oh, it's a struggle, guys. I'm getting in my truck, and I'll do the stream from the truck. <laughs> oh, man. All right, one second. Then I got more stuff to talk about. It should be good. Heck yeah, man. Hold up. That's <laughs> yeah, not good. Oh, man, it's, it's, you just got in in time. Oh, it's pouring. <laughs> Matt with Catfish Clothing says rock star Luke Hinges swept up in a tornado on a live internet stream. I'm good now. <laughs> I'm in the safety of my vehicle. That's a good thing. Yep. <laughs> yes, Matt. Yeah. Matthew, you are correct. The Bruce Midkiff tournament on the 23rd is a qualifying event. So, Luke, tell us what else you got going on up there. Well, I kind of wanted to talk about our new our new shirt we got out. And uh, we do have some left of each size. Uh, we sold, we bought quite a few shirts. We had quite a few shirts made. Um, I think we sold over 80 now. <laughs> and uh, we still got some left in most sizes, so... If anyone is interested, they are still available on our website. And they are very nice. Yeah, they uh, turned out really, really good. 
Yep. I know there's quite a few people in the stream that have that have them. Yeah, I've, I, you wear them. Uh, you wear them about every uh, stream that you do, and they look really cool. And Jacob uh, had them on when you got. I, I still get can't get over your lip your uh, tea shirt though. Yeah, speaking of tea, it's even when it's raining, it tastes good. <laughs> parched, are you? <laughs> oh, I'm parched. I better take a drink. It's part of my agreement. <laughs> oh, man. I think people really get a kick out of that. Yeah. I wish they'd just give me free Pure Leaf. That'd make my life better, and I wouldn't have to buy it every day. Darren says you move almost that fast when you hear a clicker go off. <laughs> Which Darren? Darren with Lone Rock Rods. Oh yeah, I move quick. You'd be surprised <laughs> when you when you see a fish biting. Oh, I know. We got uh, 17 last night. I seen you had a bunch this morning, man. That's uh, uh, how big were they? Our biggest was uh, um, 49. 49. Now you so talking inches or pounds? Inches. Okay. Yeah, so good. They were, they're a little thin right now, but I think they're going to start beefing up here once the shad start dying off and water gets cold. They'll, they'll see a lot more shad die, and those fish will be able to eat a lot better. So Now, tell us about your, uh, your rig you was using last night. I have caught sturgeon on worms like you was doing, and never, I never caught them on shad, and you was using both of them. Yeah, we double it up. Some, you know, you got to give them the whole smorgasbord. You know, they uh, they they love shad because that's what they're eating primarily in that river system, gizzard shad. And uh, just tip it with a worm to keep the shad on there. You pinch the tail off. Some people leave them whole. It's just a standard Carolina rig on the bottom, and you keep your line tight. And it's a real light bite, and uh, it's pretty cool though. It's it's fun to do and. Sometimes when you crank down on the rod, the rod tip comes up when you reel down, and sometimes the rod tip keeps going to the water. That's when you know you got a big one. That's right. Now, how big do they get up there? Uh, I've seen, I've seen quite a few fish caught in the croix over a hundred pounds. Seventy-eight inches is the biggest I've seen in this river system, which is probably one hundred and forty pounds, maybe somewhere in there. That's pretty good. I didn't know they got that big in your area. Yeah, Wisconsin, they got one that was 91. I think it was 200 and something pounds. Wow. So for a lake sturgeon, that's really impressive. That's right. That's yeah. giant. I would try that. How about you, Doc? Oh, yeah. If it pulls, I won. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want you want pull. That'll, they'll get you pull. I promise you that. <laughs> and it's not like jerky drag pulling like a flathead it's slow you tighten that drag down and it is a slow roll on that drag just just keeps going Man. and uh, it's, they're incredibly get up, when you get up to that mid 40 inch range and up in the 50s there man there's no fish that can compare to those sturgeon they're incredible now what size hook are you using i run a six out gamagatsu circle hook really just a small hook Wow. Yeah, nothing big, and 
You just load it. Well, you can use a bigger hook, but it's just more worms you got to put on it. No. But because yeah. you don't want to leave it. too much bare metal, you know. Well, they're they're fighters for sure. Uh, they have pretty sharp points on the back of them too. Yeah, the sides and the back, um, and they wear down as they get bigger. The really little ones, when you get them like under two feet long, they'll wreck your hand if you're not careful. You got to really hold them tight. Yep. Those, yeah, they're crazy, crazy sharp. Yep, they sure are. Well, dang, Luke, I, I, I really thought that you had a date on this uh, thing yet. I'm excited about this live feed. Now, yeah, we're talking about hours of live streaming here. Oh yeah, many probably. I'm probably going to do four, four or five hour stream. It's going to test my will because that last four hour one I did, I was sore for like two days. I didn't let go of my phone once. Uh, yeah, I know. I was with you the whole way. Uh, <laughs> we just, we just got a message uh, from Cliff Miller, a friend of mine. And yes, Cliff, the Catfish Weekly National Championship, Catfish Weekly, the Twisted Cat Outdoor two-day classic in Quincy, Illinois is a qualifying event. It sure is. So any of you guys that happen to be up in that area are going to be in the, that area the end of next month. Contact, or the end of this month, contact Alex Nagy. He'll give you all the specifics. They have... Uh, between five and six thousand dollars worth of added money for that event right now, and you finish in the top five, you are qualified for the Catfish Weekly National Championship. It'll be a big one. Jeremy Hedge wants to know, Luke, are the sturgeon hook and line shy? Are they what? Hook and line shy? I wouldn't have anything to conclude that as evident. Uh, I I know that sometimes they're the kings of picking bait up and spitting it out, and that's kind of what they do anyways. So it'd be really hard to tell if it was or not, but I don't think so. I mean, when they're they're running the bottom, your line where we're fishing, there's really no current, so all the line and stuff's laying on the bottom. So I mean, they'll pick it up and spit it out. Sometimes you usually get them that second time when they pick it up because it'll. It'll just give a little little tick like that, and then you sometimes that'll be it. Then you don't have them. But when you're fishing heavy current with like white sturgeon, or you're fishing heavy current even with lake sturgeon where there's actually flow, um, a lot of the time they'll just bend the rod down, and you don't have to be right on the rod right away. So it's just uh, I, I would say they're not line shy. I don't think too many of the the truly hard fighting fish are, and I, I I consider truly hard fighting fish like sturgeon and and catfish, all species of catfish and any of the bigger species, um, the panfish, including bass. I don't consider them hard fighters myself. Uh, the only way they seem to be hard fighters is if you have them on an ultralight rig. Mhm. Mm yeah. That's like. That's like pulling in a 30-inch walleye on your cat rod. It's really fun when you got a walleye rod. It's not as fun when you have a cat rod. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right, man. Of course, I wouldn't do anything to stir the pot, but I, a bunch of my friends are bass fishermen and stuff. And uh, But, hey, 
Luke, your old buddy, Muddy River Catfishing, just joined the show. Mr. Chris Flores. That's right. Good to have I'm Chris on uh, watching the show. I was watching Dieter before uh, before the show, and um, uh, his son Grayson had dropped a pair of, of Costa sunglasses in the in the water. He was pretty much bumming about that. <laughs> I've been. Have you had a chance? Have you had a chance to use uh, the bobber that is uh, from Chris Flores with the hook setter? No. If you bobber fish for cats, it's the best bobber on the market right now. That thing is amazing. I use it all the time. Neat, neat. Matt Sanders says bass, the original ditch pickle. I would agree with that. <laughs> I would agree with that. When I want to go fishing and not have to try, I go bass fishing. Well, there's really if all you gotta do is keep buying plugs, you'll find something that they'll hit. I mean Exactly. <laughs> I, I get more entertainment, honestly, out of getting bait for catfish than I ever did bass fishing, yeah. whether it be bluegill or uh, mud mud cats um, or shad. Uh, shad is not really that much fun because you have to throw a damn net. But skipjack is one of the most fun things that you could catch. On I've a never been reel. able. I've never done it. I've heard so oh, many good really? things. Oh, oh tell him, Doc. Tell him. Yeah, it's okay until your grandson kicks you in the face with his. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's a it's a blast. Well, you get them on a sabiki rig, Luke, and you'll have six hooks, and stop it, and they'll go every. You get six of them on time; they're all going a different direction. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good. I heard people call them like freshwater tarpon or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. They come ripping out of the water, shaking their heads. Most of the time, they split. If you got two jigs on, they Send one one goes one way, then another one goes the other way, and then you lose the whole rig. And yeah, they're they are so much fun, and they're great bait. Uh, of course, they're only good bait where they're a natural bait for you know in the big rivers and stuff like that. I I've tried them in a lot of lakes. I've never had any success with that whatsoever. I uh, do. Do you? Yeah, I pound them with really? the little with the little four to five inch skipjacks. Ever, nobody ever wants those. I gather those up by the hundreds. Heck yeah. Channel cats that, love them. That's awesome. I'll have to give that a try. Yeah. I never have had any success with that. But I would be interested in giving it a try, especially up. Now, they're, those work really good up in Channel Cat Water above the Kickuck Dam. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But up there, my beta choice is Moon Eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that stuff. Kind of hard to come by this time of year. That far north. You don't have any of that stuff up there, do you, Luke? And if you did, gold? you couldn't use it anyhow. We got a gold eye. Do you? Yeah, they're pretty much identical to moon eye, but yeah, we gold Red River's full of <laughs> gold eye. You can't use them up there where you fish, though, on the Minnesota River, can you? Yeah, we can. Oh, can you? Because the only thing you ever use is them old mud puppies. Yeah, but I don't have any places around the cities. I've only really caught them ever on the Red River up by Grand Forks. They're everywhere below those dams and in Fargo. And really? They're even Drayton. They're below those dams, man. They're in that little bit of white water, the seams off the bottom of the white water. And throw a bobber in there. It's every. I fly fish for them actually in Fargo when I lived there. That was really fun. 
Oh, I'll bet. Yeah, heck yeah. Tony Caton just joined the show. Catch the fever. Catch the fever. He's got the fever, man. Oh, yeah. He's got the I fever. Was out, I was out last night, right? So got home at about 4.15 a.m. And, <laughs> and I was headed home. I was about 15 minutes from home. It was just turning 4 a.m. So I got a message earlier in the night from my buddy. Uh, he says, are you still fishing? It was like 1.30 a.m. He's like, I just woke up, and I think I want to go fishing. I was asleep. He's like, I think I'm going to load the boat up, and I didn't hear from him. And I was headed home. It was about, yeah, almost 4 o'clock a.m., and uh, 4 a.m., and he said, I said, did you end up fishing? He's like, I'm actually launching right now. He woke up in the middle of the night and went and launched his boat. Wow. By himself. Hardcore. That's yeah. awesome. He was watching my stream, and it made him get the itch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes me get the itch every time I watch one, but not bad enough to go out in the middle of the night and launch a boat by myself. There's a James, lot of people out here coming to fish now. That's cool. James Smith, you you can use carp for bait. It works very well at certain times. Uh, Asian carp is one of the great un unregulated baits that that works really well. They get very little uh, uh, recognition for being a great bait, but it has become a natural food source because we'll never get rid of them. And the big blues and flatheads eat them like they're going out of style. So don't be afraid to use carp. Must be nice to be able to use carp as bait. We can't here. It's illegal. I, I guess, you know, I've heard you talk about that so many times, and I can't imagine why you can't use carp. Do you, you have uh, the Asian carp up your way? Um, we There's been records of a few being caught in the river that I sturgeon fish in, and uh, there's it's been they've been around a while now here, but... There's no population. I've never actually seen one, so. Okay. Well, we got enough for everybody. Yeah, I've, that Missouri's got a ton of uh, silver carp in it. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. <laughs> and, but nothing compared to the Illinois River. Is that even worse? Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's awful. It looks like Jiffy Pop popcorn when a motor goes up through there. It does. <laughs> Luke, do you remember remember my my tracker when we headed up there to uh, Cats Incredible? I don't remember two weeks ago. Okay, well, it, it has a a full enclosure, and when you put it up, I can stand up in there, and there's a foot above my head. And we've had thirty pounders on top of that enclosure. Does that hurt it? It hasn't yet. We've had them on the <laughs> Illinois River running wide open, hit the front of the boat when they jump up. And actually turn the boat in the water. Oh my gosh! It, it's unbelievable the the numbers of them they have and the size of them that's over there. They got the little ones too, but uh, they got just unbelievable amounts of them. Unbelievable amounts. I took a uh, on our Missouri trip that we were just at recently. I was out there with the fishery biologist with the Department of Natural Resources. And he had never seen a live specimen of a silver carp. You should have seen it when I got that, when we one jumped in the boat. He was like a kid in a candy store looking at that thing. <laughs> I'll bet. Dieter Melhorn has joined our show, and he wants to know why you are in your truck, Luke. 
Well, it started raining. <laughs> but you know what, though? It, it ended up um, getting perfectly calm out, and the sun's out again, so let's go. Heck yeah, man. Uh, oh, yeah, we're good. Matt Sanders told Dieter that he thinks you was worried about floating away, man. Yeah, I float pretty good, let me tell you. <laughs> it's like a natural life jacket. <laughs> uh, you know so many guys, and they're all going to get on you. You know they are. I know. I kind of <laughs> want to show you guys the waterfall in my town. Waterfall? Yeah, I'll show you it. Now, what town are you exactly in up there, Luke? I'd rather not say. Okay. No, I'm in Jordan, Minnesota. Jordan. I don't yep. know. How far is that from Minneapolis? 25 minutes. Okay. Pretty close then. 30 minutes probably. I'll show you the waterfall really quick. It's 